वेलकम टू स्टडी आई क्यूज इनिशिएटिव द पॉडकास्ट इन द लास्ट एपिसोड ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट वी हैड डिस्कस्ड अबाउट राज्यसभा एंड इन टूडेज एपिसोड वी आर गोइंग टू अंडरस्टैंड अबाउट पार्लियामेंट्री कमिटीज सर कैन यू गिव अस सम इन्फॉर्मेशन अबाउट हिस्टोरिकल बैकग्राउंड रिलेटेड टू कमिटीज बिफोर वी स्टार्ट आई वॉन्ट टू टेल यू समथिंग दैट दिस इज नॉट एन एडवर्टाइजमेंट हावेवर इट इज अ ग्लोबल विजन ऑफ स्टडी आई क्यू टू प्रोवाइड मोस्ट अफोर्डेबल एंड इफेक्टिव एजुकेशन in our prelims to interview program that is p2i program you will be accompanied by the best faculties of the field and you will also receive the one to one mentorship in this program moreover you will receive prelims as well as mains test series according to upsc syllabus so for huge discount you can use my code avlive all the links are pinned in the comment section If we will track down to the history of parliamentary committees the system of parliamentary committees can be tracked back in the government of india act 1919 in the post independence period they are mentioned in various rules of the houses rule of the house example pac estimates committee committee on psus all are mentioned in rule of house even the constitution of india under article 344 have mentions of the committee various statute and laws also mentions the joint committee on salary allowances of mps through adoption of motion and resolution the select committee can be found in the historical background sir can you throw some light on relevance of these committees the parliamentary committees are useful in dealings with technical aspects of any bill or legislation which is introduced in the house parliamentary committees also help in utilizing the limited parliamentary time for other important works so that these committees can assess the bill and legislations which are put in front of the houses parliamentary committee also upholds the principle of accountability of executive towards legislature parliament is assisted by a number of committees in the discharge of their duties it ensures the detailed scrutiny and it upholds the government accountability committees also aid the opposition to play a very greater role in exercising control over the executive it also engages the relevant stakeholders in the legislation process parliamentary committee also ensures the financial prudence sir now we want to understand the conditions which are related to formation of these committees committees are appointed or elected by the houses or nominated by the speaker or chairman of the house it works under the direction of the speaker or the chairman of the rajya sabha committee is also presents its report to the house or to the speaker or chairman the consultative committees consist of members of parliament is not parliamentary committees as they do not fulfill above four conditions committees has a secretariat provided by the lok sabha and rajya sabha sir can you enlighten us on different types of parliamentary committees There are broadly two types of committees one is standing committee and another is ad hoc committee standing committee is basically a type of permanent body in nature which is constituted every year and which work on a continuous basis however the other side of the ad hoc committee which is in temporary nature and by case by case a particular issue involved with those committees if they resolve that and ad hoc committees cease to exist on completion of the task assigned to them sir from our exam perspective public accounts committee is considered as one of the most important parliamentary committees so can you give us some information related to pac public account committee first set up in 1921 under the provisions of government of india act 
In 1921, PAC was headed by the finance minister. Presently, the PAC consists of 22 members, wherein Lok Sabha have 15 members in it and Rajya Sabha have seven in it. Since 1967, a convention has developed whereby the chairman of the committee is selected invariably from the opposition. Election of PAC is done every year by the parliament from amongst its members according to the principle of proportional representation. by the means of single transferable vote it ensures that all parties get due representation in the pac the term of the members is one year as the pacs a minister cannot be elected as a member of the committee of pac and the chairperson is appointed from amongst its member by the speaker itself sir what are the functions of public accounts committee the functions of public account committee is that they examine the annual audit report of the cag which are laid before the parliament by the president the cag basically submits three reports where the psc audits it number 1 report is audit report on appropriation account number 2 is audit report on finance account number 3 is audit report on public undertaking it also examines the public expenditure also from the point of view of economy prudence wisdom and propriety psc is assisted by cag and the cag acts as a guide friend and philosopher for public accounts committee public accounts committee is also to examine the appropriation accounts and the finance accounts of the union government and any other accounts led before the lok sabha psc also examines the account of state corporations trading concerns and manufacturing projects and the audit report of the cag on them psc also examines the account of autonomous and semi autonomous bodies and the audit of which is conducted by cag psc also examines the money spent on any service during a financial year in excess of the amount granted by the lok sabha sir now we want you to describe the other side of the coin that is limitations of public accounts committee public accounts committee is not concerned with the questions of policy in a broader sense whereas it analyzes the micro reports of the cag it conducts a post mortem examination of accounts that means the budget is presented to the lok sabha and member of parliament have voted on the budget and after that psc comes into the picture and then it examines the various reports however this is called the post mortem examination which will not lead concretization of the opposition to oppose the budget it cannot intervene in the matters of day to day administration its recommendations are only advisory in nature and they are not binding on ministers and it is not vested with the power of disallowance of expenditures by the departments even that psc is not an executive body and hence it cannot issue an order against any ministry or department sir the next important parliamentary committee is estimates committee so how can we understand it in simple words the origin of estimate committee can be traced to the standing financial committee set up in 1921 the first estimate committee constituted in 1950 on the recommendation of john mathai the then finance minister all the 30 members of estimates committee are from the lok sabha only the rajya sabha has no representation in the estimates committee estimate committee elected every year by the lok sabha from amongst its member according to the principle of proportional representation by means of the single transferable vote it ensures that all parties get due representation in it the term of office of the members and the committee is one year a minister cannot be elected as a member of the committee and chairman of the committee is appointed from the amongst its members 
by the speaker and he is invariably from the ruling party sir can you elucidate some functions of estimates committee estimates committee examines the estimates included in the budget and suggested economies in the public expenditure estimate committee also reports and recommend the economies improvements in the organization efficiency and administrative reforms aligning with the policies estimate committee also suggest alternative policies in order to bring out efficiency and economy in administration estimate committee also examines whether the money is well led out within the limits of the policy implied in the estimates it also suggests the form in which the estimates are to be presented to the parliament estimates committee may continue the examination of the estimates from time to time throughout the financial year and report to the house as its examination proceeds it shall not be incumbent on the committee to examine the entire estimates of any one year the demands for the grants may be finally voted despite the fact that the committee has made no report sir can you indicate some limitations of estimates committee estimates committee examines the budget estimates only after they have been voted by the parliament and not before that it cannot question the policy laid down by the parliament and estimate committee's recommendations are also in advisory in nature and not binding on the ministry it examines every year only certain selected ministries and not all the ministries and departments estimate committee lacks the expert assistance of the cag which is available to the psc it works in the nature of postmortem sir thank you for your information dear listeners it is time to conclude this episode of the podcast in the next episode we will continue our discussion in parliamentary committees so stay connected with study iq and keep studying you can listen to study iq presents the podcast on all the audio streaming platforms like spotify hub hopper apple podcast google podcast etc links are pinned in the comment section below thank you